Thinking about liposuction, but wondering where to start? Dr. West is here with answers. I'm Anita, and this is Care Experts. Today we're talking about liposuction with board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Justin West of Cosmeticare. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So let's get right into it. What exactly is liposuction? Super easy. Uh, it's removal of fat. Um, we make small incisions. We put a very small, it looks like a metal straw called a cannula, and we use a negative pressure to suck fat out. Interesting. Um, and so what is the most common place in the body that someone would opt to get liposuction? The belly. Yeah, I mean, we can treat a large swath of the body, but by far the most common thing, people come in, they pinch their belly, say, I hate this, and yeah. we take care of it. Are there different procedures, or does the procedure vary based on where on the body you're gonna have this done? Yeah, it definitely does. And I, I think that part of it is the part of the body that a part of it, a large part of it is the skin quality. So um, places like the belly, if you've got great skin quality, can be a fantastic site. If you've got really loose skin, a lot of stretch marks, it doesn't work. It, mm -hmm. You can get the fat out, but the result isn't always as good because you okay. don't get the elastic recoil. Areas like the flanks and the back typically respond in everybody because you don't see a lot of stretch marks in those areas. The skin's really thick, so you get really good recoil. What you just don't want is to deflate somebody and have the skin sit there looking loose and wrinkly. You want it to kind of, the skin to follow and shrink wrap really nicely to that sort of new body that you've created. So I guess this kind of answers my next question, which is who is a good candidate for liposuction? So someone with really good skin quality, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the best candidates are patients who really shouldn't be having liposuction. It's like 20 year olds who can take care of things by themselves, right? Because <laughs> yeah. they have amazing skin quality that we all sort of miss having. Um, but they would respond really well because that thick skin that with, with no stretch marks recoils beautifully. You get into your 30s, your 40s, the elastin in your skin starts to break down. And so a lot of parts of your body aren't going to be necessarily the, as good of a candidate down the road. So again, back and flanks tends to persist for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Almost any age patient is going to respond really well to that. Um, but uh, it, it, there's, it, the best candidates are, if we forget about the age, areas of the body that have very few stretch marks that have a decent amount of pinchable fat, we can almost always find a, a treatment plan for. And does the patient need to lose weight before they opt for liposuction? That's a good question. I think that the the way I think about it is in an ideal world, I tend to like to operate on people when they're at their fighting weight. I want them to be weight stable because I want to know what we're working on. I don't like working on a moving target because mm -hmm. if you come to me 60 pounds overweight and then we do our procedure and then you lose more weight, I can't really sort of take full responsibility for what that end result looks like. Um, so in general, for most most of what we do, we like patients to be at a very stable weight. And now how long does liposuction last? Is it permanent? I'm sure a lot of people want to know about that. Really common question. So people will say, well, if, I, if you suction my belly, is it true that the fat's going to build up somewhere else in my body? The way, the argument I would use against that, that most of us, this, you know, in this day and age know, but you know, look at the, the, the show, The Biggest Loser. Mm -hmm. Patients can lose 200 pounds, and if they stick to a regimen, six years later, they can still be that, that size patient that they've become. With fat, we are physically removing fat cells, right? So let's take the belly. You take out, let's say, we called it 100 cells of fat from your belly. As long as you don't change weight, that fat doesn't go anywhere else. But if you gain weight, what happens is you haven't removed, let's say, fat cells from your arms. You've removed half of the fat here. Well, when the fat starts to double in size as you gain weight, you're just going to disproportionately see it grow in those areas that you haven't removed it from in the past. Wow. So it is not true that you take out fat in one area and it magically has to appear somewhere else. Fat only appears, you know, if you're uh, taking in more calories and they get stored as fat, then, then you're burning. So, um, but the other areas, untreated areas, just have more capacity to grow. Yeah. Okay. And talk to me about the recovery process. What's that like? 
for liposuction, we don't tend to put, at least in our practice, a lot of restrictions on patients because there's not a lot that you can hurt after liposuction. Um, the thing that we use, and I think a lot of practices do, we like our patients to be in compression garments. Um, that sort of helps to drive out the, the swelling that we see. And I think we achieve that final contour maybe a little bit sooner so the patients don't have to wait for that final result. Um, but unlike tummy tucks, all of our patients exercise pretty quickly after okay. liposuction. Um, you know, it, there's there's discomfort associated with it, but our patients are walking the same day. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, so it, it's in some ways, it, it, you're, you're going to have a lot of areas that can be sore, mm -hmm. but we, there's not a lot of rules to follow like there are with the tummy tucks where you have to be really cautious yeah. not to overdo it. Is there any scarring associated with liposuction? There's always scars. So again, like anything we do is going to have, anytime there's an incision, there's going to be a scar associated with that, but like everything else we do, we try to hide the scars as well as possible. So for the tummy, we typically hide the scars in the belly button. Doesn't to be, it tend to be a place where people, you know, spend a lot of time staring and investigating. So it tends to hide really well. And then what we'll do is we typically mark our patients with their clothes on. You know, they'll come in a bathing suit or their bra and underwear, and we'll say, okay, here's where clothes are typically going to cover you if you go to the pool. Mm -hmm. Let's try to hide these incisions in areas that people aren't going to look at that are typically covered by clothes in front of most people you yeah. interact with. Yeah. True, because you're not walking around in a bathing suit every day. Exactly. <laughs> um, is there any type of person that should avoid liposuction? Is it dangerous at all for any certain group of patients? Well, I think that you know, selecting the right patients is always critical to any procedure. And I think that somebody who comes in who has, let's say, a lot of loose skin isn't going to get a great aesthetic result. Um, then there's medical reasons, right? If somebody comes in and they're an unhealthy patient, they have heart issues, pulmonary issues, whatever the case may be, if their primary care doctor doesn't sign off on their surgery and says, hey, this is maybe a more moderate to high-risk patient, we never push past that. So what we're looking for is low-risk patients. So as long as there's not a medical red flag, yeah. most patients are going to be, you know, from a surgical point of view, they can't. The question is from an aesthetic point of view, then picking the right patients so that you're not just using this tool on the wrong patients and then making patients unhappy. So, you know, part of it is, is figuring out what the patient's expectation is. Yeah. And as long as the procedure that you're designing can meet that expectation, I think it's, and they're healthy, I think it's reasonable to do. And from the patient's point of view, what are some things that maybe you could tell patients to look for um, in a doctor if they wanna go for liposuction? First and foremost, I always recommend to patients, whether they pick us or somebody else, find a board certified plastic surgeon. You want somebody who's really well trained. Um, liposuction sounds easy and there's patients who go find surgeons who are not really qualified to do it and they get into trouble. I mean, people can have really unfortunate outcomes uh, when you're having procedures done by people who aren't trained. Uh, and then find a surgeon who's doing a lot of that thing that you want. So if you have somebody who's a specialist at eye surgery, you know, they do great eyelids or they do great facelifts, they're probably not going to be the best person for your yeah. liposuction. Yeah. Um, so f pick a surgeon who does a lot of the procedure that you're interested in. Fortunately, liposuction is very, fairly common. It's one of the most common things that most plastic surgeons do. So when patients go out for consults, the odds are they're going to find somebody pretty easily who does those procedures. Then it's really a matter of go on their website, see what kind of results they get, and then meet the, meet the surgeon, meet the team, make sure that you feel safe and comfortable and that the plan that they're delivering you makes sense and resonates and that you feel like you'd be you're comfortable with your care with that team. Now, I know the price of liposuction must vary based on the location and just maybe how much you need, how many areas you need. Is there like an average cost that you would say? Well, everybody does it differently. So some people, a lot of uh, practices will, will charge based on area. So they okay. might say, so you might say the lower abdomen and people mm -hmm. might charge anywhere from $500 to $3,000. And then those pretty big ranges. And it can get very expensive if you do it by area and suddenly it's yeah. the upper belly, it's the lower belly, it's the upper back, lower back, inner thighs, you know, so it can add up. Um, so in some time, you know, in some ways the easiest, the least stressful, I guess, uh, situation is somebody comes in with that one trouble area, mm. because then you're looking at a number that for most people is be pretty reasonable. When patients come in and they have a multitude of areas that they're concerned with, 
it takes us more time to treat those and that necessarily turns into sort of a, a higher quote. And yeah. yeah, sometimes the numbers can be a little overwhelming. I'd imagine that that could be pretty expensive for certain people um, that maybe want liposuction. So is there any specific financing options that you, um, that you offer at your clinic? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, look, the, when people are spending thousands of dollars, that's expensive for anybody, right? Um, you know, but in these situations, you know, sometimes it's the, you're talking about the price of a small car. Well, most people don't walk into a car dealership with a suitcase full of money. Most yeah. people are financing. So in our practice, we use care credit. It gives people the ability to make payments and get access to a procedure that they might not otherwise be able to pay in one lump sum. So yeah, financing, I think for plasters, is, it's, it's hugely important so that we can use these procedures on a broad range of patients and they're different financial backgrounds. Yeah, that's wonderful that there's all these options that people can offer. Yeah. yeah. So I want to do something kind of fun and I have a few rapid fire questions called myth or fact. Yeah. So you tell me if it's a myth or a fact, okay? Yeah, I will try to get and this right. <laughs> the first one, myth or fact, the results of liposuction will appear instantly. Myth. I mean, it, it takes a while, right? So patients, I warn them that the, they often come in looking worse the day after surgery because oh, when, no. when you have surgery, the result is swelling, right? Yes. The same way, you know, people say, what does what, swelling mean? Why do you get surgery? So if you've ever burnt yourself baking or, you know, reaching into an oven or a grill and you're, you see that little blister that shows up within 30 seconds, it's filled with fluid. Yeah. That same process happens in your, in your body, right? So uh, people will come in and 24 hours later, they'll be more swollen than they were on the table and say, oh, that doesn't look as pretty as it did yesterday. And we expect that. We know it. So the key is really to prepare patients so their expectations are set the right way. We tend to get really excited about how, how patients look at that three and six month check. So mm -hmm. there is an evolution. So we do a lot of hand holding. So okay. knowing that patients are going to go through this sort of delayed gratification, yeah. seeing that, we have them come in at one day mostly to see if they're feeling okay. Is okay. their pain well controlled? Then we'll have them come in in a week and take out some of the sutures. Then we do one, three, and six month checks because we're making sure that they're on track hitting the marks as we expect. But I always tell patients the visit we're looking forward to where we photograph them and say, hey, can we put you on the internet because you're yeah. a great example of yeah. how good somebody can look? It's usually that six month check. Well, that's good to know. So people can, you know, not panic if the day after surgery. Well, you know, yeah. Look. So you, the key is to set them up ahead of time to say, yeah. you're going to be swollen. Yeah. This, you're not going to see a result for a while. So there is no panicking it, yeah. as long as you prepare your patients prepare the them, right yeah. way. Yeah. So, and then myth or fact, compression garments can help improve the results of liposuction. I would put that into the fat category. Okay. I, I mean, I, th I think it's something that most of our surgeons do in the, what it really does, it helps to drive out some of that swelling that we've just been talking about. Mm. So um, you, you, you're, you're driving fluid out, you're getting closer to that permanent result a little bit faster. And I think that there's, there's people who believe, and I don't, think, I don't know that there's great literature to support this, but there's some people who believe that, that that compression ultimately might lead to a better result than if you don't use compression at all. I think if we ask that question to 100 surgeons, you'd probably get a whole variety of answers to it. Interesting. Um, and patients certainly don't love their garments, especially in the summer. Um, but, you know, but patients will absolutely see unequivocally if they wear their garment for six days and take it off for 48 hours, they notice how much more full they look and that makes them anxious. Oh. So it's, it unequivocally makes them look better in that early phase where they're swelling. Oh, and that helps them be yeah. happy with their result faster. Yeah, of course. And then the last one, myth or fact, that liposuction is only for patients under 40. Myth. And, you know, it, it really comes down to patient selection more than age. Age is a factor, mm -hmm. and certainly a 40-year-old is going to have different skin quality than a 20-year-old, and an 80-year-old is going to have very different skin quality than a 40-year-old. As long as the areas have good skin quality and the patient's healthy, you can often find a liposuction plan that's going to help somebody achieve their goal. Well, thank you so much, Dr. West. This has been so informative. Absolutely. It's been fun being here. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. 
Thanks for watching. All of our featured care experts recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card, which is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. For more information, visit carecredit.com. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. Through October 31st, 2023, earn an entry for your chance to win $5,000 in the Let's Get Digital sweepstakes. Enter the secret word cosmetic in the sweepstakes hub to earn one entry now. Head over to the sweepstakes hub by simply visiting carecredit.com forward slash let's get digital. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 United States, D.C. and U.S. territories, 18 years of age or older, who have a CareCredit credit card as of 9-12-2023. Void where prohibited. Starts 9-13-2023, ends 10-31-2023. For official rules, including odds, free method of entry, and prize descriptions, visit carecredit.com forward slash let's get digital. Sponsor Synchrony Bank. All information, opinions, and recommendations discussed in this episode are for your information only. We believe the information sources are generally reliable, but because of possible human or mechanical error by the sources, Synchrony or its affiliates, including CareCredit, does not provide warranty to the accuracy, quality, or completeness of the information or any results obtained from it. Any statement or opinions in this episode are the doctor's alone, and included data was current to the time of creating this episode. Please consult your own advisors before using any of this information.